Welcome to Americans in Germany drinking whiskey. This is Jeff. And this is Alex. Today we are doing a Berlin versus Bavaria episode. And we have a special guest with us today from, or who lives in Bavaria, I should say, another expat. Yeah, she's our resident expert right. Sorry for the night. You know, it's kind of like North versus South because there's been this long standing rivalry. rivalry between yeah. Northern Germany, Berlin versus Bavaria. They hate each other and they are very different. So we'll give you some in person perspective exactly of what it's like to live in both cities as a non-german expat exactly let's go okay <laughs> and this episode is of course brought to you by expatrio.com expatrio is a relocation platform for international students and expats wishing to live in germany they offer an all-inclusive service to minimize the German bureaucracy you, of course, will face when you move to Germany. Now, both Alex and I know that applying for any kind of visa, residency permit, what and have you, literally anything, is uh, an annoying task and has tons of paperwork. And on Expatrio, customers can sign up for a blocked account and health insurance quickly, affordably, and completely online in English. Now, you'll need both of these for any kind of visa that you apply for. A blocked account is a special bank account required when applying for a German visa. It provides proof of sufficient funds, which the uh, immigration office wants to see. Yes. Also required is proof of health insurance, and uh, they won't take any health insurance, so you need a very specific health insurance they approve of. Now, Expatrio uh, also has many articles that provide information on studying abroad, working abroad, and general life in Germany, which will be really helpful. So please, to learn more, go to expatrio.com and find the answers you seek. Yes. Wonderful. Here we are. Episode 71. That is 7-1. 7-1. digits, but a high number. Yeah. Math again. Right, math. We're on a math roll. Yeah, I don't know if I'll ever make it to triple digits, but uh, I, just, just two digits are high enough for me right now. It's, so. a, lot of, it's, a, lot of, it's a lot of numbers. It's, it's very, <laughs> a lot of episodes. Um, yeah, let's uh, get into some news before we get into our uh, our main topic. Sure. This past Friday, the so-called so called Tanzverbot, or uh, dancing prohibition, uh, ban has finally ended. So people and of course, go dancing. It's not because Berlin hates dancing. It was because of COVID Quite. and, you know, because dancing, usually you're breathing all over people. and uh, Right. So all of the clubs now in Berlin are officially back open, which is really cool. Which is crazy. It kind of came and went this past weekend. I didn't really notice it until um, a couple of days ago. Well, we're, not, we're not big clubbers anyway, so it kind of makes sense. Yeah. I mean, I mean, back in the day, did it, you know, did my share yeah, yeah, of, of, of clubbing, but yeah, not so much anymore. Uh, but yeah, there, there still will be restrictions. There will only be a maximum of 250 people her club and um you have to show a negative corona test to get in so of all course. those kind of things um the least fun of the regulations is that when you must be in the club even when dancing you have to wear a mask the whole time and can you imagine being on like ecstasy <laughs> in in like Berghain dancing to techno with a mask on yeah no it's it doesn't sound safe like i mean in a different way like of course corona's not safe but you know passing out after five minutes is also not safe because dude i'm you're sweating bullets even when you're not yeah, wearing and, a mask and, and right those fpp2 masks are uh they're they're, they're they're thick boys you know so um and i guess unless you're like the most hardcore clubber i would steer clear because that sounds one it sounds yeah. just dangerous anyways for covid but two like wearing a mask all the time sounds awful as well yeah yeah i mean i just wait waited out like a couple months i'm sure yeah. um maybe towards the end of the summer, it'll, summer it'll go away yeah yeah open airs yeah yeah exactly you can probably um do stuff uh you know outside without a mask I, for I, sure i'd hope so you know so yes um yeah that's less chance of dying while dancing yeah absolutely 
Um, yeah, but like, how, how are, uh, how's Jeff? How's how are you doing? That's you. I'm good, man. Um, this past weekend was a boiler. I mean, it was it's hot. It was uh, on average every day 35. So we're talking about like high late 80s, 80s, yeah. uh, late 80s, high 80s. Um, yeah, low 90s. If if you're doing the whole Fahrenheit deal, mm. it was freaking. It would no matter what you're just standing still. You were just sweating and wanting to pass yes. out. So uh, we got Friday and Saturday. I went to to lakes. And just swam and had a good time, and you know, and oh, you know, Saturday we watched the uh, Germany versus Portugal game. We did. That was a Germany, great game. Germany crushed Portugal. Yes, I, dude. From the from minute one, Germany was just on, fire. on attack. Yeah. So, and that made up for the Germany versus France game a couple of days before, in yes. which things didn't go as well. They were a little more. Um, you know, on the defensive in that one, but yeah, uh, but no, yeah they, so, they, they so, came on hard. It was good, so I'm happy. And we got, we got the next game right after we finish recording. It'll be yes. Germany and Hungary, so we'll see how that goes. So I think Germany should really do well uh, tonight. We'll find out by the time this is out. You know, everyone will know, but we don't know yet. So don't 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 tell us, listeners. Yeah, and actually, as I'm <laughs> as we're recording, I am drinking out of my FIFA World Cup Russia 2018. Um, which was a game of Germany versus Sweden, which I went to. That's amazing. Which was awesome because I, my entire life I'd want to go to a World Cup game, and it was it's just amazing, yeah. Yeah, and, even though the World and, Cup in 2018 yeah. sucked for yeah. Germany. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. The one game Germany won, I happened to watch. That's good. Uh, That's the good. other games, they were quite destroyed. They were awful. So they were bad, yeah. God. But, but hey, things are picking up. It look looking good. Yeah. Hey, look, uh, yeah. We'll see what happens in the group stages. And what about you? I mean, I, well, I know about you, but yeah, yeah. Let, let so people know. Uh, big news, right? So, yeah, big news. I uh, we finally got the keys to our new apartment. Yes. So our two and a half year <laughs> wait slash legal battle slash everything is like it's over now. We have the keys. We're moving in uh, on Friday, so in two days. And I could not be any more excited. It's love, good stuff. Love it. Yeah. Well, like yes, yesterday. You know, like he hasn't really moved in. It's kind of just the bo- some boxes were in there, but but we went in, we saw the place, and it was beautiful. And we all, a few few of us, like hung out on your your huge balcony and kind of just enjoyed what you and Bobby have been working for. Yeah, two. two I mean, it, <laughs> you guys, if you if you're a listener of the show, you've heard him mention it probably throughout the entirety of the show. <laughs> Every few episodes, he'll mention some sort of problem it's, it's that's been happening. A very frustrating process, but it's over. Uh, we own it now. It's done. It's it's amazing. So I'm, I cannot wait to get in there and have my first night actually sleeping there and waking yeah. up to this amazing apartment. Absolutely, yeah. It's just, just what a what a like a weight, dude, off the shoulder. So, and speaking of uh, some weight, <laughs> yes. What is that hefty thing that's in your hand? So we have a really cool bottle here. Um, it's a very classic looking bottle. It's a scotch, and this is the Balvenie, the Balvenie. It's Caribbean cask, aged 14 years, and it's extra matured, yeah, in rum casks. So I'm really interested to see how this tastes. It's going to be something, I think, a little bit different. A little sweeter, because, you know, rum's got that usually, like, sweet, kind of a spicy flavor. Yeah, Yeah, it says here on the front, it says, Further maturation in Caribbean rum casks enhances the Balvenie's vanilla notes, whilst adding spicy aromatic qualities to the whiskey. Ooh. Yeah. And, and you're right, it, it is a very classy, just like classic whiskey scotch bottle. Like I love it's, it. It's not messing around. It's got that, you know, slight little curve in the neck, and that's about it, you know? It's, it's, it's uh, not too much, you know, but it's, it's sexy, but, not too but, little. but understated. Yeah. It's good stuff, good stuff. Uh, yeah, so single malt scotch whiskey, the Balvenie, uh, Distillery Bunfshire. Bunfshire? Bunfsh. B-A-N-F-F-S-H-I-R-E. Bunfshire. Okay. And if you're from Scotland, please 
text us on Instagram or whatever. Let us know that how how badly or, we're saying it wrong. But it, send us a voice recording of how we should, how exactly. how we should say right. it because because we, we we do care. It's just uh, it's, it's hard. It's impossible for every bottle to, to research and find how how it's actually pronounced. And remember, we're both dumb Americans, so like pronunciation is not our thing. And let's be honest, Gaelic is not the easiest uh, kind of uh, a Scottish Gaelic. I thought that was Irish. I thought that was Scottish. Gaelic is Scottish. I think it's Irish. Nine Irish eight. would be Irish. It's Gaelic and Irish. Hmm. See, again, exhibit A, dumb Americans. So right. if you know how to pronounce it, uh, please let us know. But uh, yeah, let's give this a, uh, a shot. Ooh, it was it, it nice, but it, it muted. It, it, it was it was like somebody turned the volume down. Yeah. Usually try to pop it hard, but it was very like it was very loose. It was very okay. That's better. But don't worry, it was sealed. So this it was sealed. Nobody has tampered with our whiskey. Hmm. You just jammed your nose right down there. Whoa, whoa, daddy. I do this every week now, man. I'm giving you a giant pour. We won't, we won't need a mid he, he starts episode with, pour. He starts with a double every time, sometimes a triple. He, he would get fired as a bartender because he'd just be oh, he'd just giving away whiskey. Yeah, I'd be an awful bartender. Anyways, uh, Wait, I'm going to do a little, sniff, a little snifferoo. Mmm. Ooh, there's a lot going on there. This is oh. lovely. Let's check it out. I can smell those rum casks. That's very nice. Mmm. Got a little bit of smoke. Uh, yeah, you know, I, I I didn't think it'd be too smoky because it's from rum rum casks, but got got that. It, it's still scotch. You know, but what you, I mean? got, you got that, that really nice sweetness at the beginning. Yeah, yeah, mm. like it. Anyways, uh, we will be interviewing someone in a short moment. Right? Yeah. Before we get into that, um, <laughs> if you like the show and. Uh, and you want to give us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts, uh, please feel free to do that. that would the door be, is open. That it, would be okay with us. It costs you nothing except your time. Right. But as you get older, you find out your time is really valuable. And that, that's why anytime we do get a, a review and it's a really kind review, I think we totally take it to heart because we know we somebody really took like five, ten minutes out, out of the time, yeah. sat down, wrote a really lengthy review about how much they love the podcast. And so um, no joke, uh, even after a year and a half or however long we're doing it, every time we get a review, I love it. It makes me smile so much. Yeah. So much. Yeah. So but also, again, if you don't want to do a review, then, you know, don't do it. It's That's okay. Also, you can press you can press stop at any time and we will not hold it against you. You do you, man. Yeah. Also, uh, check out our website agdwpodcast.com it's a one-stop shop agdw portal for all of your jeff and alex needs exactly and this episode will be on youtube it might not be out by the time uh the podcast episode is out but at some point it'll be out pretty quickly so if you guys want to see our beautiful faces and see what's going on uh hey uh (laughs) go ahead and check it out now anyways like he mentioned this topic is berlin we call it Berlin versus Bavaria because it just sounds nicer. But yeah, but we're going to be generally focusing on Berlin, Berlin versus Munich. Munich. Yeah. And we know Munich does not represent all of Bavaria. Okay. Um, but but these are areas, like we said, that are very divided and kind of oppose each other because they are the, the lifestyles are, are very different. Very yeah. different. And when you, when you picture Berlin versus when you picture Munich, they're very, very different opposite sides of the coin of like the stereotypes of what the cities are. Berlin's. Sertos very dirty and kind of grungy when Munich's or Bavaria is beautiful and, and, and not not a lick of graffiti anywhere. Exactly, and no homeless people. And so like, yeah. I, I, I'm excited to talk to Aspen about this and kind of see because I never lived there. You did for a bit, but like I'm excited to see you know her her take on it. And and we may have a little debate going about which one's better. It's gonna be Berlin. Yeah, but yeah, yeah, yeah. So um, back in I think it's and this is a long, that's why I don't remember much. It was 2012, talking about eight nine years ago. Uh, for work, I had to live in Munich for God, I want to. 
sounds weird to say this, but it's somewhere between six and nine months. I don't recall. <laughs> That's fine. At the time, I was working pretty hardcore, crazy hours. Um, so I didn't see a whole lot of Munich because sure. I, I was very busy. But I saw enough where I got a hint of it. And I, no offense to people who live in Munich, I saw enough to know that I prefer to live in Berlin. And again, it's... One is not better than the other. It's just, I think everybody falls into a category. You're either a Munich person or a Berlin person. It's just in, in different personalities. It's, yeah. it's up to you. I, I think that most uh, people who want to move to Germany, I think a lot of the options are Berlin or Munich. Of course, there are a, a, a million other, not a million, a bunch of other great cities in Germany. But I think those are the two big ones that a lot of uh, people move to. So it'll be interesting to talk about the differences between yeah. them, especially from an expat point of view. Of course, yeah. And I, I think it'll help a lot of you who have not made the move yet to see kind of what fits with what you like and what right. your lifestyle's like. Obviously, we're biased for Berlin, but uh, maybe, yeah, yeah. maybe Aspen will change your mind. Yeah, yeah. and, and have, have you spent uh, a lot of time in Bavaria? Not, not just Munich, but Bavaria in general? A, yeah, a little bit. So I, I went to Oktoberfest, of course, but then uh, on my... The Oktoberfest. In the Munich. Oktoberfest yeah, okay. in Munich. And then um, on my road trip to the Alps, we drove a lot through Bavaria. So I saw a lot of Bavarian Alps, uh, a lot of farmland, uh, just a beautiful scenery around there. So I have seen a bit of Bavaria, but not. Nice. I haven't spent you know like a lot of time understanding the culture, seeing a lot of that. Yeah, uh, just mostly like how beautiful it is. And yeah. that's already one thing where it has over over Berlin. Absolutely, and that's like the, I think the clearest difference because right. I've I've also like I've been to Berchtesgaden, which is in very southern Germany near the Austrian border. Yeah. Um, I've been in the area around like uh, Schloss Neufahnstein. Yeah, I've been uh, there. I saw that. Yeah, and, that was and, cool. and, and a few other kind of Bavarian um, little villages in the Alps, mm -hmm. which. When you see, it's, I think for anybody who hasn't been to Germany, that's kind of like the Germany in your head, you know, yes, yes. Uh, people wearing lederhose in these kind of classic German huts in the Alps with these beautiful vistas and mm -hmm. lakes and everything's as green as you've it's ever gorgeous. seen in your life. It's absolutely gorgeous. And Berlin has, um, is flat and has no mountains at all. So that's, There's trees. that's a, no, there are trees, but, but anyways, we'll, we'll, we'll get more we'll into get differences to later. And, and also keep, keep in mind the reason why it's Berlin versus Bavaria is remember Berlin is a city and a state yeah, and that's Munich true. is a city within Bavaria. Berlin is a city state. City state. Bavaria is just three of them in Germany. Do you know them? Uh, it's Berlin, it's Hamburg and ooh, mm, there is one more, isn't there? Mm. Should I just tell you? It is, yeah, tell me. Bremen. God damn it, yeah. Nice. And that's why it is Bremen, Bremen, and Berlin, Berlin, because it is the city of Berlin in the state of Berlin. Exactly. And, and it is, um, but but anyways. Let's stop rambling. Let's, let's stop rambling. Let's, let's, let's call Aspen. Let's see, let's see what's yeah, going on. Let's see what's going on, and here we go. Let's do it. And here we are today with Aspen, who is, of course, the host of the YouTube series Aspen Abroad. She's also a blogger. You can check her out on her website, Aspen Abroad. Dot com, I believe. Yes. Correct. Okay. And uh, you'll find all these amazing, fun articles about being an expat, specifically an American expat, living in Munich, Germany, which is located in which state, Alex? Bavaria. Bavaria. So here we are with Aspen. Thanks for joining us. Hello. Yay. Thank you guys for the amazing introduction. I feel so special and excited. <laughs> <laughs> no problem. We only bring on special guests. That's, That's true. We yeah. do. I'm also impressed with the branding. Aspen Abroad YouTube, AspenAbroad.com. See, you have a short name. That's good. Our name became too long and cumbersome. Yeah. Yeah. That's why we're not, we're not Americans at, in Germany drinking whiskey podcast.com. We are just AGW podcast.com. <laughs> we're not good at brand. We're not good at a lot of these things, but it's all right. Yeah. You know what? There was thought behind yours. Mine, I was like, I'm abroad, abroad, but I'm, there we go. <laughs> 
sadly nobody gets this. I think one person after like four years was like, oh, hold on a second. Aspen, did you, were you wear this? And I was like, yeah, maybe. Maybe. Yes. <laughs> Plus, I don't think if you told that to a German, they wouldn't get it because they, I think most Germans wouldn't know the word broad for for a woman you know what i mean true like if you said i'm a broad abroad they would just think that you just said the same word twice and think you were just broken true yeah. <laughs> exactly i actually had a conversation on my youtube which i think i put a picture of on uh, instagram but somebody commented about my last name being abroad and somebody was like no no that's that's not her real last name it what a coincidence that, you know, country and this huge thread and this guy bless his heart he was just like it's let me explain it to you what's the word and they're like we know it's not her last name and he's like oh, oh that's sweet <laughs> <laughs> yeah. very nice of course we're here today to talk about berlin versus bavaria yes of course because right? you know a lot of our listeners have always asked us to do kind of a specific episode about the different german states but it's kind of hard because we are not in any way experts in Bavaria. You know, I lived in Munich. We mentioned it a few minutes ago, just for about six, seven months. And this was eight, nine years ago. So, but that does not make me an expert in Bavaria. So that's why, of course, we have Aspen here who has lived in Bavaria for a few years now. Now, how long have you lived in, in Bavaria slash Munich? About seven and a half years. Okay. 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 Actually, that's kind of rivaling your... your... <laughs> wait, 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 when did you move exactly? Uh, 2014. 2014. Okay. See, I was 2013. So Ooh. got a few months. I was 2011. So <laughs> what? Uh, oh, but nobody's counting. Yeah. <laughs> but, and, and so correct me if I'm wrong, but you moved from Hawaii to Germany, which I don't think I've ever met a, Ho a Hawaiian, a Hawaiian, sorry. Uh, oh, a Hawaiian. A Hawaiian. In Germany. Hawaii. <laughs> um, yeah. I mean, I lived in a couple of different countries before, but I am originally from Hawaii. So I grew up there. But this is actually the one thing where in all the countries I've lived in, nobody has been as bold as the Germans to just fall on in my face, be like, if you're from Hawaii, why are you so white? Yeah. Ooh. Every time they say this to me blatantly. And as an American, I'm like. Yeah, no. I, I, th I think Germans are still kind of awkward silence, still learning how to approach uh, race in a better way. Because uh, I, I noticed that too, that Germans aren't really great at it not, not every german of course but i think generally it's not as set sensitive as the states is of course because mm. we have a way different different history yeah <laughs> yeah but it's also the german directness but at the same time we're just like this would have not been my first question but all right you guys go for it <laughs> also true. I, don't, I don't think you ever ask someone why they're why they're white <laughs> why is well, i mean when i first came here i wasn't at all on my radar to be like listen you're german but why are you not um this Aryan prince you've all heard <laughs> exactly. about? Why, why do you have dark hair? Like, what is what is this nonsense? No, it's never been something where I'm like, yeah, okay. <laughs> For me, it's just a just an off limits it's just, question. It's that also the last thing you think about. At least the last thing I think about, right? Yeah. I mean, like, why? Are, right, right. <laughs> why don't you fit my stereotypes? Yeah, Damn. Exactly. But so so you said you lived in other countries before. And so what made you want to land and stay in, uh, in Bavaria or Germany? Um, well, yeah, I mean, my so my end goal was, of course, uh, Munich. And because the quality of life, I was really attracted to the fact that it's like a city, but not a city, which I'm sure will be a topic later on this conversation. It's really clean and nice and, you know, mm. cute. Um, <sighs> and just but just sort of the stability and the opportunity to have a better life because that was a huge challenge for me in the States, you know, 
I like to my my biggest thing I like to sort of flex on is I achieved the American dream by moving to Germany. So I'm like, fucking <laughs> <laughs> Americans, I got healthcare, I got unemployment benefits if needed, mm-hmm. free education. What? Try me. Yeah, absolutely. And I think you hit on what we're, we want to talk about next, which is like, what are your favorite things about Munich? Like, what did you first notice when you moved to Munich? And as you mentioned, one, it is squeaky, squeaky clean. Yeah, um, I think it's 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 very cool because it does have these city attributes to it, but it doesn't feel like a city and it's just very clean. It's very green. It's close to the mountains, close to nature. I'm mm. from basically rural middle of nowhere. So I'm like, give me those trees when mm-hmm. good stuff. I'm named after a tree, so I can't run from it. Um, so that was really for me the allure. Just the quality of life is just so nice here, and I think the opportunities for work and advancement in comparison to the majority of the U.S. was just really big pull for me. Yeah, fair enough. And so, have you have you been to Berlin? All the time. It's kind of my second home. I mean, I used to, my best friends live there. And then a couple years ago, I was up almost every other month for work or for YouTube or for events, all this stuff. And I mean, I like it. You kind of need to do it if you work in media and in this realm because of all the headquarters, Facebook, Instagram, whatnot is there, big events and such. Yeah. But at the same time, it was always this thing where I'd go there for a weekend and I'd be like, oh, this is fun. It's a city city. And then I'd be just overwhelmed, overstimulated and just like, I want to go home. Interesting. And then by the end of the weekend, I'm like, okay. Maybe you can explain to people, like, what do you mean that when you say Munich is not a city city, you mean because it feels just like a really large village? Is that what you mean? Or, Or Yeah. That's, of course, the cliche phrase that everybody in Germany will tell you for the most part, because it just, I mean, the architecture itself, it doesn't, it's a lot of it is, um, the majority of it, I think, is just very aesthetically pleasing. And also, we don't have such huge, huge buildings. There's a lot more sort of restrictions and limits. Mm. There's a lot of greenery mixed in with the city. And everything is for the most part pretty mixed up in terms of like the architecture. So it's not like this is the really, really nice part of the center of the city. And this is a really, really bad part. Mm. It's pretty well integrated, I find, but also the majority of the population is out yonder in the suburbs and whatnot. So when you're in the city center, you basically can walk everywhere. And after a while you just, it feels so tiny. So it's like, you can't go to the middle of the city, without meeting like at least three people you know, which is wild. That's interesting. That, that's actually a really good um, kind of first comparison then to, to Berlin because Berlin's kind of the opposite where everyone lives in yeah. the city and there is no uh, city center. Yeah, there's no one place to go. E- no. Each each Keats or district has its own cool stuff to see. So you don't have to go to this one place to see the cool stuff or go to the cool bars or whatever. Each, right. each section of the city has its own cool things and, and attractions and, to, to see. Yeah. And like walking around the city, yeah, you can do it. But if I walk from my district to your district, that's talk, that's like a, what, three hour walk? Yeah. Yeah, yeah that's true. Yeah. Yeah, that's the thing. In Munich, it's like taking a long train ride. You're like, oh, God, I got to go 20 minutes. In Berlin, it's like minimum 20 minutes. You're like, this is unheard of. Where am I going across the street? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, I always say Berlin is uh, 30 minutes to get everywhere. No matter how far away it is, it's going to take you about 30 minutes. It's it's really, really spread well, out. Whether yeah. you're going down a street or like across a city, it's 30 minutes. I don't know how it works, but that's always how it is. Yeah, that was the thing. <laughs> but I'll say like the centralized city center thing i actually didn't like 
because like I said, most people, they don't live in the city center unless you're, you know, a millionaire. So everybody's living way in the suburbs and where you have, like, I remember I had two or three different apartments. Like I never wanted to hang out where I lived. You know what I mean? Like it was always got to get to the city. You know what I mean? Like got to get on the U-Bahn to yeah. the city center. You never wanted to spend time near your house because everything worth going to is over here in the city center. Uh, so I, that I kind of mm. didn't like, cause I kind of like in Berlin, you can just walk out your front door, you know, and go see cool stuff within five minutes walk of your own right. place. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah, no, I can totally get that. I think that's one of the things too. Whenever I was in Berlin, I was like, oh, convenience. Like <laughs> things are not closed at eight. They're not closed just at the most inconvenient times. But also, yeah, you, you can find something fun a lot easier than in Munich because it's like you have to go to this one little district or this one little area and then we'll see. <laughs> yeah, true. Now, we talked about stuff you like. There's got to be something you don't like about living in Munich. Like, what's the one thing that really just annoys you about living in Munich? Well, listen, I think this one I like to refer to myself as controversial yet brave. Okay. Um, I, I, the, 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 like, the emotion, the emotion just changed in the <laughs> whole... The, I, I, the whole aura here I is very different. I feel like something big is coming yeah, right I'm very now. nervous. Yeah. Okay. I'm sweating now. Yeah, I'm ready. I got my drink, so... It's also hot in here. Yeah, I was like, I <laughs> Uh, no, the people, the people in Munich, ah. that's, they're the, the, the trickiest part because they're, yes, they're specify like, please, if you can, <laughs> it's, it's, uh, I'm like, how do I specify? But you know, if a person's from Munich, no matter where you are yeah. in Germany, you're just like this guy. And it's <laughs> not like the loafers or ridiculous collar under the pullover ordeal. Um, but it's just very much that. In general, I find the German culture, they're not very community, social oriented. And that's mm. very much like, okay, that's one cultural difference. But Munich people, they're just double on double with that. Very much like out of their way, antisocial. Mm. If they don't know you or if you're foreign. I mean, I find as somebody who's not even from Germany, it's difficult or has been to be social or find social circles or friends. But I've even had friends that moved that are German from different parts of Germany and they ended up not staying because they're like, wait, I just, what's the deal with these people? They're just really, really difficult to get along with or just to not feel like you're constantly an outsider. And are, are most of the Germans, in your experience, in the city from Munich or is there a lot of mixture of different people from around Germany? Um, one of the things in Munich is we have an incredibly high turnover rate. Mm. When I first moved here the first few years, like my history of making friends was just so difficult because... So many people come here, they leave, or the ones from Munich, of course, they leave as well. And it's just, it's it's tricky. And then there's the ones, I think the majority of people here, they just really like it and they sort of never have left. Yeah. So it's tricky because people just constantly fluctuate and such. I mean, but that's, I think it's like the one, in this whole episode, the one thing that Berlin and Munich will have in common is For sure. Berlin's also the same, especially when you're talking about like expats. It's just one of these big cities that... <laughs> I don't know anybody that I was friends with the first few years I lived here. I mean, everybody's in and out every six months and it takes time to find the people. Okay. I know he's going to stick around long enough for me to actually take the time to be, you know, get to know him and yeah. make it worth it. Yeah. I don't know about you. Do you ever have the anxiety of when you make a new friend you really like, I was just thinking like, can you please stay? Cause I'm staying. Can you just also <laughs> stay? Cause if you don't stay, it's really going to suck. Yeah. 
Oh my gosh. Yeah. The, oh my God. This, the first couple of years, the burn, the burn from this, because the emotional investment and yeah. then they're gone and you're like, well, you're like, well, shoot, I, I can't blame you. Like, I really cannot blame you. Never. Sometimes it's hard, but I think after those, like a couple of times, I was just really just heartbroken, losing friends. And I'm like, hey, I'm going to focus on work, do that German life. And then eventually, I don't know, I ended up having like a really amazing circle of friends now that are all German and all from the area. So oh, wow. I got lucky. Really but cool. It was, it was this thing where I met them and we didn't become like really close. I wasn't really fully like allowed, initiated into the circle until maybe two years ago. I knew them, I knew them for four years and, but it was just a German thing of like, take it slow, take it slow. We're yeah. friends, but acquaintances, you know, you've, you've been to my family's for the holidays, but calm down. This is me and we're actually friends. <laughs> you gotta, you gotta really crack that shell for a long time. Yeah. You're like, how much, how much do I have to put into this to, to finally get something out how of it? Yeah. Is this shell? Yeah. I'm like, this is platonic though. Why, why all this heavy? Like, I'm not trying to marry you or anything else. I'm just trying to be a homie. Okay. Exactly. Yeah. It's, it's rough, you know, and, and, and hitting on what you said earlier, it's also my least favorite thing about Munich is especially having lived in Berlin for so long. I just found so much easier to meet people and in, in Berlin versus Munich. Munich's very clicky. Like if they kind of feel like, oh, you're not in my in my realm, I'm not going to even try to put you in, you know, it's because, so yeah, I just, I found it much easier to meet people in Berlin than in Munich. They have this mindset, like big fish, little pond that makes them feel way more higher up than they are. And they just run with that. And you're like, okay, <laughs> fine then. I, th I think what's interesting um, now, obviously we're talking about our experience, you're talking about your experience, but you said your friend group at the moment is all people from Munich more or less. And I think about my friend group, which is some Germans, some Americans, some Turkish, uh, some British. So it's yeah. very multicultural. And I don't, I'm not a, I'm not friends or even know many Berliners, like people actually from Berlin. It's very hard to meet people from the city. Uh, usually everyone, everyone here is a transplant. Well, I found a Berlin. Uh-oh year in germany because he was at a visa in oktoberfest down here mm -hmm. and we got talking we both like running and we ended up running half marathons together and i was like visiting him and such and then he's like i'm not really from berlin and i was like what <laughs> he's like yeah i've lived here for like 10 years or so and i'm like where are you from he's like well, i'm from hanover but actually now you think of it i don't think i know anybody that's actually from berlin and i'm like okay but then i mean that's i guess it's sort of my mission now i'm like I have two goals in Berlin. One, to find somebody that's from Berlin that lives there. <laughs> My second is I want to sing Bohemian Rhapsody at the outdoor karaoke in Mar Park. This is, it's going to happen someday. Oh, bear pit karaoke, baby. We just talked about that a few episodes yeah. ago. Yeah. Oh man, it's, I've, I've been preparing. Um, this is my whole quarantine, like what I've done. Great, great. Not working out, not baking bread, karaoke. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, I mean, that, that, that's, I mean, and, and as a foreigner, as an expat moving to a place, that's kind of a big concern, right? Is meeting people. It's probably a good thing, though, because if, if you want to get involved in the culture of the country you're moving to, probably Munich is a much better place to do that than Berlin, because Berlin is very easy to get caught in like your expat bubble and not learn <laughs> anything about the country you're actually living in. You meet cool people, but it's, I think it's hard to get more integrated to, into Germany. But mm -hmm. it seems like in Munich, you're, you're like, you got you have to be in it because if you're not you're left alone is that correct yeah 
Yeah, I think definitely. Um, I mean, I've been in this one time I was in Berlin and I just, it just was one of the most Berlin moments. I was in a cafe and I started ordering some breakfast and the server goes, wait, 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 wait. Um, can you speak English? I don't know German. Yeah, yeah which is and a course, weird thing in Berlin. Yeah. Like, like, yes, of course I know English. <laughs> Thank you for making my day. I'm really good at English, like, in fact. <laughs> I know. I'm like, no, but I'm sorry. I make so many mistakes. Just the whole German spiel when they're like, oh my God, my English is so bad. Like, no, it's not. It's, yeah. better. it's literally better than mine. Yeah, but I, I think that's crazy though. And a lot of Germans get really upset in Berlin when they go to a restaurant and the waiter doesn't can't even speak German. And I, honestly, I agree I with get them. that. It's I, like, I'd be upset too. It's like, sorry, you should at least know enough to take an order. I mean, come on. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I agree with that. But also, depending on how sassy I am in the day, I like to turn the table on the Germans and be like, listen, every single chance, every time I meet somebody new, they're like, oh, my God, so I need to practice my English. Yeah, yeah. Like, but we also get that here, too, right? Oh, yeah, for sure. Every, every time I speak German somewhere, they always respond to me in English. I'm like, can you not? Like, I'm clearly I can do this and I want to practice. I want you to talk to me in German. I understand they're trying to, you know, be nice and... <laughs> And it's really, I think it's really courteous, but at the same time, but in a way, trying to learn not language, courteous at all. I, 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 it's I, a selfish thing. They, they, oh, I want to practice my English. Well, what about me? I, I think my German getting better is more important than you practicing your English. You well, know? maybe they think the same thing. I don't know. Yeah. I'm like, oh, the English you've known since grade school? Right. No, don't try me. I've only known it since after my since like early 20s, for goodness sake. Yeah. Like, please, I'm in Deutschland. What you talking about? I'm still like, trying really, to learn it. Seven and a half years later, still not even where I want it to be. Yeah. I'm, I'm still getting shamed at people. I'm like, I just want to be good enough to where I go to the Oslo and Bohorda and they don't treat me like trash. Yes. I don't think you'll ever reach that point, though. You know, I, th I think that they always have to throw a little bit of trash in there. You know, a little bit of trash. A little dab of trash. A little dab of yeah. trash. I think that's in their handbook, <laughs> just like a sprinkle, just so that they exactly. you know where you are. You, you, you know your place in this country. Not based on language, no, no. no. They can do that regularly, but I'm like, mm, mm, mm. <laughs> don't try to. You don't know what I'm saying. And are, are you speaking uh, Bayerisch? Are you speaking Hochdeutsch? A mishum, just like mixture, because yeah. I I can't do the accent. Like I really wish I could, but with like my voice is quite high pitched. I speak German, gets slightly a bit more high pitched because I'm really excited and just like, da -da -da. and so when I try to talk Bavarian, it's just like. Stop. <laughs> I mean, I, so, I, I know Berliners or people up north at least cannot stand Bavarian. Oh, yeah. You'll, you'll have a German born in Germany, is German, only speaks German. They come to Munich. They cannot understand a Bavarian. Exactly. Speak. At a time where I was with my coworker, we had gone out to Munich for, uh, for something and she stopped, asked directions. The guy gave them and went away. And she looked at me and she's like, I didn't, I don't know what he just said. And she's German. So it's, yeah. I think it's cool. Rocket. It's wild though, because it's like, there's so many different types of Bavarian. And then you go a little more South and it's like Austrian, yeah. like where it's very similar, but then a bit more like, Oh, what? So you, you can't even say like you can speak Bavarian because you're always going to find a version of it that just um, this rough. And I just try to think of it this way. Like I understand a lot of different types of English, but somebody from Scotland starts talking to me and I'm just like, okay. Scotland or, so, or sometimes uh, Wales as well. Oh yeah. What? Oh Come goodness. again? Like you are so sweet, but I have no idea what you're trying to say. <laughs> I think you're sweet. Your intonation <laughs> sounds sweet at least. The words, yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So we, we've talked about the people. Let's, let's like get into the nitty gritty of 
Berlin and of Munich, so people okay. can, can hear more of a direct comparison. So let's start with the food, because that's Ooh. where everyone starts, right? You, you know, you land, you've just moved here, what are you gonna, you're hungry, you're, right? you're hungry, man. So like, what's like the standard food in Munich that you're gonna find everywhere? Are, are German restaurants actually popular in Munich? You know, they're not, not so much in Berlin. Uh, and there are German restaurants, mostly on like the outskirts more, and like a few in the city, but uh, German food in Berlin at least is not the, uh, go to food. No, it's, it's like less than 10%. The rest are probably all international foods. We yeah, have so. no stats to back this up, but I'm just well, based we, on 10 years of experience. Yeah. My eyeballs. Yeah. So what, so what have <laughs> you best, seen from yeah. the food in Munich? I mean, actually the majority of it is Bavarian. People really love it because that's like, once again, controversial statement. Um, when you first move here, it's great. You're like, wow, comfort food. This is that good stuff. Oh, yeah. After a little bit of time, you're like, okay, I can't eat this all the time. Like it is heavy. It's intense. Yeah. And it I is mean, heavy. there's at the end, there's no variety. This is sort of the main thing you have the Bavarian comfort food. And then you have just like donor. And I mean, there's really, that's kind of like, all I would have to say. Really? Oh, wow. That, that's Maybe not, that is not a selection. Yeah. yeah. How's the pizza? Well, yeah, of course, but I mean, it's sort of like it's sort of like you know the standard then delivery. You have like sushi pizza, but nothing like super special or nothing just you know stand out. Right. But most of the time, people say we're gonna go get food, and it's like either get I don't know Bavarian or it's so a Weisswurst like, or a Schnitzel or maybe something a bit fancy because Munich likes their fancy places mm-hmm. once in a while. But it's very lackluster, I find. Okay, mm. so yep. if you want a variety. Berlin wins here because Berlin has a million and one restaurants from Thailand, from China, from uh, Vietnam, from everywhere. We have South African restaurants. We have everywhere. Yeah. But, but, our, but our schnitzel here could, uh, is lacking a bit. I think the schnitzel down in Bavaria is... is uh, it's probably better. Kiss. But generally, do you want amazing schnitzel or do you want a nice variety to you know, get you know, going? You know? Whatever you want. Okay, for me, Berlin wins on that one. I do love Brackettoffen. I mean, potatoes, potatoes, always good. I won't complain. True, you guys do got that good variety, I have to say. That's one of the things I really loved about going to Berlin is there's so much variety. That's the part of it being like a real city. You're like, oh, there's so much options. And also with the cost of living there, it's so much cheaper to get stuff than Munich. So I'm like, ha, 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 ha. True, absolutely. Actually, Wait, let's dive like, right into that because so that, that's going to oh, be a big comparison. Oh, cost of living, the food. cost of food and beer, apartment costs. Let's dive into I, that. I, I want to start with beer because I find whenever I go to a new city, beer is a good bar of seeing how expensive the city is. Right, a good indicator of where right. the rest of the things are going to be at, right? Yeah, so what's like a, a, a 0.5 bar a beer at a normal, a normal, not fancy, it's like a normal bar you'd go to? Oh, um, this is actually tricky because one of my friends is a head brewer for one of the breweries. So my concept of beer pricing is really not, uh, I really don't know. Okay. For example, um, I mean, because you get so much free beer. Yes. I do not feel bad. I feel, I do not feel bad for you at all. Allegedly, allegedly. Allegedly. That's um, very Bavarian though, getting free beer. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, but I think, I want to say around like maybe four euros or so for beer. I know it's definitely the cheapest. But so four, again, four euro would be on the cheaper side, but it could go up to like five, six euro on average, mm-hmm. right? Okay. That, that's a good uh, barometer because like sure. in, in, in Berlin, I'd say the cheap side, it's actually more like 250 and go and then, lucky and, and, then, and then four euro is kind of the ceiling kind of but like. You're, you're not finding 250 anymore. 
four or five years ago. Yeah, but nowadays I find like three fifty is like the cheapest I'm finding now. Maybe maybe three. Yeah, maybe three. The, yeah. Uh, the other day we went to a place that was three twenty or something. That's yeah. but that's kind of like a standard. Is like in the threes, three euros. Yeah, yeah. three so, to four. So a little bit cheaper on the beer side there. But they also have Bavarian beer, which is better. Well, we yes, have what do, you, what do we have every day? Augustina, that's Bavarian. Right, but you go to a bar from Fass, you're getting Berliner, you're getting Schlotheis, you're getting all these Berlin beers where I'd much rather have an Augustina on the tap everywhere. That is true. Like in terms of like quality, Bavarian beer, I yeah, I hundred percent I agree. Bavarian beer is better. Two thumbs up. Absolutely. Yeah. Right, and yeah, food, cost of living, everything. Let's 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 do it. Well, I think what people wanted here is apartments, right? Apartments. So yes. I, and, and that's gonna be hard because we gotta pick something to base it on. I would say um, you know, on a standard like one bedroom in a average area, right? Like, sure, like, whatever that means. Yeah, but, but I'm saying like we can't be specific, right? Because too no, difficult. It's, it's impossible. So like, what we, what would you expect to pay for a standard one? You know, just you one bedroom place in an average area in 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 Munich? Are we talking about two thousand euro, one thousand euro, five hundred euro? Like, what's the kind of ballpark? Five hundred euro. That is a dream, but no, no, far from. I mean, I, oh gosh. This one is this one is very tricky. I sure. have to say because I've lived in. I've actually ended up getting pretty good luck with apartments. So they were. Um, I mean, but it's the sort of thing in Munich where if you get an apartment, you get an apartment, and if it's enough to fit your price range, you make do with it. Otherwise, I mean, it's so hard to get one. Mm. So I think um, average would be. I had this one flat. It was forty-five square meters, and it was twelve hundred a month. Which wow. to me is absolutely insane because, of course, you're. What do the German apartments include? Wait, wait, wait. Insane, as in being really cheap or really expensive? Um, it was sort of like middle. I mean, because it was very, very middle. central. Wow, that's super that's expensive. Wild. Yeah, that that same apartment in Berlin yeah. would be more six hundred for forty five, six to six to eight hundred probably. Yeah, yeah, it's rising, but it's nowhere near twelve hundred. No, yeah. no, no. Twelve, twelve will get you a, probably two. Twelve will get you two rooms. Yeah, I, I pay less than twelve hundred now, and my apartment's ninety square meters. So true. Yeah. Yeah, dream. <laughs> a friend of mine, um, he has a he's he's got a flat with two rooms, and he rents out the other room to his roommate for eight hundred a month. For so a for room. one room in a shared flat, eight hundred. But I'm also assuming um, in Munich the um, the salaries are also higher as well than Berlin. Yep, yep. That's one point I was gonna make. Of course, the cost of living is higher, but you do get paid. But it's the type of thing at the end of the day where you're like, I'm getting paid just enough to survive, mm. but it's not like a luxurious, you know? Okay. So at the end of the day, I feel like it evens out. But it probably yeah. does because the, the wages in Berlin are pretty uh, are pretty terrible. Yeah. But remember, we did research on what the median Munich salary was, and it actually was not that high at all. It, it was it was definitely higher than Berlin, but it wasn't. But I was expecting it, yeah. Munich to be like skyrocketing yeah, it's not that high but it was definitely it's like it's like higher. poverty wages in the u.s for munich yeah. and berlin's like under poverty yeah. well it's like it sounds pretty good and then you compare it to the cost of living and then you're like oh this is um hmm, I, that'll do and, but i know right. like in berlin the salaries are just what they try to offer is atrocious i think my yeah. friend she was a um she did like fraud auditing for a bank oh, yeah. in berlin a very high up position and she made less than I did at a junior position in content and social media. And I was like, hold wow. up. You have a huge wow. responsibility. Yeah. You do some really good work, like serious. And you're making like, 
it was under 30,000 they paid her. I was like, I don't know. That's unbelievable. <laughs> for, for, for people who don't know, anyone listening or watching, um, Berlin is the one state in Germany that actually lowers the GDP of the whole country. Berlin yeah. costs the rest of the rest of Germany money. That's why a lot of the, especially Bavarians, people from like Stuttgart or whatever, like really don't like Berlin. <laughs> yeah, it's just really outdated. Like a lot of big companies, they still consider Berlin as being East Germany. So they go, oh, the cost of living is so cheap. You don't, right. We don't have to pay you anything, even though cost of living has been going up and up and up. And, and the wages have not. Yeah, and I, I have a friend who works for, um, for Lufthansa, and he said because he lives in Berlin, he gets paid twenty thousand dollars less per year. If if he lived in Hamburg, but for doing the same position at Lufthansa, that they pay his counterpart in Western Germany twenty thousand euro more per year doing the same job, just because they consider it Berlin Eastern. to be so cheap and Eastern, even though it's not anymore. No, you know, it's crazy. Yeah. Yeah, I thought this was just a startup thing. Speaking of jobs, that Munich mm -hmm. will win hands down every time, and that is the amount of public holidays you guys beat Berlin. Yeah. Without, without doubt. Like. Yeah, it sucks that we live in a very secular city because we don't have a lot of holidays. <laughs> That's what I was trying to say. Or Bavaria yeah. is also just super religious, or at least I think they pretend to be for the holidays. Exactly. I don't know. Super yeah. smart. You got to cheat the system. I'm like, you, you're not following like the written or you know rules that go along with this conservative mentality quite, but you're, you're getting the benefits for sure. That's all that matters, really. Yeah, I mean, but it's it's great. Like one movie I was working on, half the crew was in Munich and half of it were in Berlin and we were in Berlin. And I swear once a week, we'd be talking on the phone and say, saying, <laughs> saying, oh, we're going to be sending you something tomorrow. And I'm just not joking. Once a week, they'd be like, oh, no, you can't sell it tomorrow. We're not, we're not working. And we're like, why? Like, Haha, we have a holiday and you don't. Yeah. I mean, like always, always making fun of us. Yeah. What, what did Jesus do this time? He does a lot of things. Like the start, I think like the end of spring, start of summer, it's literally every weekend or five day weekend. And I just, I have this like reoccurring nightmare that I go to work, I get up and nobody's there because it's a holiday. Everything's closed. And I'm like, oh, dude, I don't know. God damn it. Yeah. Yeah. Because like seven years later and I still can't remember because it's just, just, okay. Pretty much after May until like, I don't know, October, we have like a, like a day off. <laughs> yeah, it's 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 just rare. I mean, they, they've been adding them. I mean, we got the Frauentag, which, which Bavaria does not have. We have that as an official holiday now. Yeah. Um. So they've been slowly adding some, but I think it'll be like decades before we get near to the level of the fifty-eight, however much you know. I want to rally to get has. some like get some Jewish holidays off. You know. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm down. I'll, I'll take what I can get. Let's yeah. do it. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Anyways, moving on. So we, we, we've talked a lot in our, in our, in our podcast about like the 24 hour culture of Berlin, that things don't really ever close and spates and clubs and bars have like no closing times is I, I'm, I'm, I'm probably not the answer, here, but is it similar in Munich? You guys both know. What do you, yeah. you guys are we, just... we have to pretend we don't know just before our listeners, but we, we know the answer, but we'll, we want, want to hear from you. You know, we want to hear from the expert. Preposterous both, but alas, um, New, not for us. We are we are very much strictly closed early, and there is like we have a couple kiosks, but they're because of course they're not called speedies down here. Kiosks. Right, kiosks, mm -hmm. and they're short, like they're just they're not twenty four hours. They're twenty at best, I would say. That's okay. I mean, maybe there's one somewhere that is twenty four, but I have yet to find them. So, mm -mm. but like bars and stuff, they stay open pretty late. Not really. No, they're pretty much. Yeah, I'm like trying to think. I'm like, it's, a downer. Oh, bars. it's been ages, years. 
haven't heard that name out here in <laughs> two years. Um, uh, no, I mean, I'm, yeah, basically around like one or so, I would say, okay. quite early. Wow. And w- w- now what about grocery stores? Now, when I lived there, I it kind of hurt me because I was used to most grocery stores are at least open till 10, and then you have... Uh, you know, one uh, one chain that's open till midnight. Now in Munich, when at least it might have changed, but because it was a long time ago, when I was there, the average grocery store closing time was like eight p.m. and then it, the, the late time was ten. Um, no, everything closes at <clears throat> sorry, everything closes at eight, and then of course on Sundays everything is closed. But the only eight. places that are open longer is the there's an Etika at Hopenhof and there's an Etika at the airport. And those ones are open like a bit later. I, I, I'm not bold enough to say maybe 24 hours because I, I just don't believe that for some reason. But I know they're open later and they're open on, on Sundays mm. too. Okay. Oh, so, just fine. So when you want some like marshmallows late at night, you just go, hey guys, I'm going to be go to the airport. I'll be right back. You know, get yeah, my easy. get my snack. No problem. <laughs> I, I, I feel like we're being a bit unfair because we're asking a lot of questions that we know are at the detriment to to Munich. I, I don't want this to be a thing where we're just pooping on Munich. We're just taking facts, man. No, but we'll, we'll, if you don't but poop on movement, Munich, then just that, go to that, the next yeah, section. That's yeah. what this, this next one is is the section of nature, and I think that we lose mm-hmm. that one big. Yes, hard. Yes, yeah, so please explain to everybody what you guys have like on Munich's doorstep, basically. We have the uh, largest urban park in the world. It's larger than Central Park in New York. I'll have you know that English Forgotten. Oh, oh that, true. that place yes. is beautiful. Yeah. It's gorgeous. I love running there. It can go for ages. There's tons of secret little dog parks. It's just like surprises. You go there, hang out by the Isa, so our river, and it's like ice cold, very nice, fun times. And there's even this one sort of wave in the river where people surf, like fall on wetsuits and surfboards. Oh, right. Yeah. What? There's a lot going yeah, on. Yeah, sur- really surfing fun. in the middle of the city. It was really confusing though when I first moved here. Cause I'm like, we're in the middle of the mountains. And I was, I moved here in summer and I was sitting out in Linguist Garden and knew not so much about the city. Somebody goes by me on a bicycle and a wetsuit with a surfboard. And I was like, huh? what is this favorite dream? Excuse me? Yeah. <laughs> and Germans will be like, oh, you're from Hawaii. Oh, cool. I surf. I'm like, you do? <laughs> Where? <laughs> is surfing the same thing here that I'm thinking of? I don't know. <laughs> I'm like, I, I don't know. My German's not so great. Sorry. <laughs> what is this in English? And, um, okay. Well, I think he wanted to, of course, bring up what was right outside the city, which is the Alps. I mean, you have, oh, the, right. you have the freaking Alps, yeah, the most beautiful yeah. place in the world. Like how often do you, do you take like day trips out to the Alps and go hiking and all that kind of stuff? Yes. I love hiking so much. It's probably why I'm so great at understanding Bavaria because you get out in the mountains and it's, you gotta know, otherwise all these people hike and you're like, servus, mm-hmm. <laughs> but I can have conversations with them, nice. it's great. Um, yeah, there's tons of gorgeous, gorgeous hiking trails and for the most part, I mean, tedious, but quite easily accessible. Helps if you have a friend with a car, everything's about like an hour away, but you can take the train and then these like, well, super tedious buses out in the country, but it's still completely doable and it's just, oh, there's so much great stuff and lakes you can go to. Mm, and nice. Amazing. I'm very jealous of that. That is something that is severely missing here. I mean, we have forests, which are cool. And we have lakes. But if you look, if you go out on the street, 
you can like see from here to Poland because it's so flat. Yeah, I mean, there's there's not a there's not a mountain in sight. It's like it's cool, but it's not it's not the freaking like it's the Alps, the most beautiful one of the most beautiful uh, mountain ranges in the whole world. Yeah, exactly, are right there. So. Um, do, yeah, do, do you have a that's cool? Do you have a favorite spot that you go, like a favorite day trip if you want to go in the Alps place? I do, I do. My favorite, my favorite hike is um, Heimgarten. This, if you like hiking, I would make, make, sorry, I'm getting excited, getting flustered. I would recommend it. It is so so hard, but the view is just, oh, it's amazing. And then of course you you get to the top of the mountain. Well. Actually, this one you have to hike a bit to a second trail across the ways, but there is the little huts on top of the mountains and you go up there and you drink your beer and you gaze at the vast scenery and light and eat your Bavarian food, which oh, after a long, hard hike, like having a vice beer and just... And just something with bread in it. Some yeah. yeah, maybe that's why it's so hardy because just like back in the day, there was hiking so much all the Makes time. It's just like, we need to put some calories in quickly, you know? Yeah, it's great. Or if we're hiking in the winter and it's snowy, you go up there and you have some like goulash or something. Oh my goodness, amazing. Yeah, I mean, and and what was the name of it again? Heimgarten or Heimgarten. Okay, okay. Well, everybody, go check it out. I mean, don't don't like overrun it with tourists, but go. You know, it's a very secretly it's a go very check hard it out. hike. So it's a hard hike. It's it's literally the entire time is just like this, like a long, oh, wow. long incline steep. But every time I do it, I'm like, oh, I run half marathons. I'm so fit, and I'm like. <laughs> no. Okay, so no. not for beginners. So not for beginners. Not not for me. Then I yeah. ran. I ran to the U-Bahn like twice. Thank you. That's, Thank you. Yeah. Were you drunk at the time? <laughs> I missed the train. Oh, you. Oh, it didn't, even, <laughs> didn't even work out. Good story. That's why I decided running's not for me. Good story. Yeah. yeah. And, and and living in Munich, of course, because we got we have all ex mostly expats listening to us now. Is this the kind of a place that you can survive without German? Can you survive just on English in Munich? And what kind of life would you have? If you try to do that, you know what I mean? Like, I'm just going to live here for the next three years with no German. Is that doable or you'll just be a lonely wreck? This one is a bit of a complicated answer, I think, because it is completely doable. I mean, we have these big companies like Siemens and Allianz in a lot of their departments are like, I mean, the entire IT department is usually a lot of foreigners, um, a lot of them from Eastern Europe. And I think India is also a lot of people come to work in IT here. And majority of these people that work here, they have such a really detailed um, job. And it's sort of like they, there's no need to have language if you're working into IT sure. because your language is usually not verbal <laughs> with that job. True, yeah. So I've, I've known people that have just, they've been here for years and years and they just never had to learn the language. And it's like, if you don't have to learn it, it's so hard. If you have such a huge, important job or busy, honestly, whatever, everybody's going to try to speak to you in English anyways. So you can for sure do it and lead a great life. But it would definitely make your social life a bit difficult if you don't speak German at all here. Mm, yeah, I mean, and I think that's the same in uh, Berlin. Sorry, Alex's chair just exploded for some reason. So. <laughs> uh, yeah, I think yeah, it's, it's, probably, it's probably similar in Berlin because I think generally when you move to a new country, you can always get by in English. But if you really want to be in that culture, you have to learn the language, no matter how bad it is or how bad your accent is. If you if yeah. you can learn a bit of language, get by and start meeting more people, it's. It's not, it's not, it's not going to be, you'll, you'll be happier. It's I not going to be worse for you. You know, it's going to be better. And okay. I think a lot of people try to convince themselves, like I can get by, I don't need to learn German. I always try to tell people like, just do it, learn it. At least it enough. sucks. Just yeah. do it. Just enough. Yeah. 
I mean, I find in Germany, it's always my, it's always a fight where it's just a fight to, to I mean, you learn German, you comprehend perfect, but it's a fight to speak German. That's the thing, not learn it, to speak it. It, it, it can be awkward because yeah. I've had whole exchanges where I'm like, no, I'm not switching to English. And I held onto the German <laughs> and, but they kept going to the English back. And I'm like, okay, you're no longer trying to be nice. You're just being a dick because something's got to get because you're hearing me speak in German and you're understanding me because you're responding, but you're just, you're, you're, you, you decided you, to stick with English. And I'm just sticking with German. It's a very weird conversation happening right now. Do you yeah. think it's their way of telling you your German sucks? If it is, that's rude. No, no, because things they, they, they're responding. So they understand me. So it's just, uh, yeah, like, just stop speaking German, please. It's awful. I don't want to hear that accent. You're bastardizing our language. Maybe, but that makes me feel bad. I don't know. Yeah. That's always how I feel. Like I, it literally it ruined my self-esteem when I moved here. Cause I was like, I, I'm conversational. I work in German. This is fine. Why are you guys always switching? And I was like, I have a horrible accent. I'm destroying this beautiful language. And then a friend told me, oh no, it's because we hear you struggling and we want to be polite and don't want to make you feel uncomfortable. And I'm like, I try to think of that, but I, yeah. it's not the case I know it. For sure. So yeah, it's a fight. It is, it's a, it is a fight. It's a, da- a daily fight. Um, I, 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 have, I have a question to kind of wrap things up. Oh yeah, please. So um, if there's someone considering moving to Germany and they're torn between Munich and Berlin, what kind of city do you think, like what kind of person should move to Munich? versus berlin that's a rough question though because you could have the same kind of person flourish in both cities you know what i mean you could but yeah you're you're a brochure right now okay come to munich for no pressure if you're this type of person hi the aspen brochure welcome to munich you'll feel safe and uh you don't like wearing tracksuits outside of your home (laughs) this is for you that's the one part in Berlin where it's, I feel like, oh my goodness, what a treat. I can go outside and I don't have to look good because the competition in Berlin is who can look the worst. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. You can walk around wearing a sweatpants and like a shirt with like lasagna stains on it and no one gives a shit in Berlin. You're like, yeah, oh true. my God, where did you buy that shirt? And you're like, um, it's actually designer. It was like one of a kind. This stain, this is this. Sure, 2,000 year olds. That was David Bowie's thing when he had lasagna one time here in Berlin when he was making music video. Basically, there's this competition of who can get the most ridiculous haircut, who can have the most unique things about them. Yeah. It's, that's, that's why I feel Berlin is. And in Munich, it's very much like you go to the store and you're wearing like even just workout clothes or something and people are like, mm-hmm. <laughs> Judgy. But in Judgy. Berlin, if you want that like sort of freedom and just grubby lifestyle it's for you which i don't know sometimes i'm like you know what let me be disgusting let me just do what i want yeah yeah fair without enough. Judgment. Let me do let me do what i gotta do but you know? to be fair i kind of also wish i had a place to dress up sometimes because i never dress up i like i own two i, I own a few true. suits that i wear for like weddings but besides that i never get to dress up and like, sometimes i want to well, get like, fancy you suits. <laughs> yeah like and i know munich you can do <laughs> you that I want, hey guys. <laughs> I want to strut my stuff sometimes, you know? And there's like no opportunity in this city to do that. And I feel like it's kind of nice it's in Munich that you have the opportunity to sometimes, you know, go out fancy, get your, get your glam yeah. on a bit. And I have no glam here. People assume you have something to do in Berlin. They're just like... Yeah, they look at like Mr. Fancy Pants. Go, yeah. go home to your yeah. Ferrari. Go hug your Ferrari. What's wrong with you? Yeah. 
I'll end with saying a couple nice things about Munich, being from Berlin. The one thing I did notice is Munich is, like you said, exceptionally clean. You will not see a lick of graffiti anywhere. And it's very that cla- like like if, if you're American and you have these kind of like notions of what Europe slash Germany looks like in your head from movies. I think Munich will fit that a lot more than Berlin. You land there and it, that that is Germany. That is classic European architecture. Everything's beautiful and clean and power washed and uh it's it's really an exceptional city to look at i'll, I'll say that absolutely boom so uh and actually one one final note i i thought it was funny at least when i was there the people on the u-bahn who control you know whether they check if you have a ticket a real ticket or not when i was yeah. there it was always pensioners it was like 60 70 year old people <laughs> and really? whereas in berlin it's like huge buff guys ready to beat you up if you don't have a ticket but in in uh, munich it's in munich i think it's so much on like they expect so few problems they just have these gray-haired kind of pensioners who check your tickets like oh excuse me and everyone always has a ticket nobody nobody gives them trouble so it definitely is i think that kind of big demonstrates a difference in just kind of attitude you know what i mean it's probably safer there too probably yes yeah 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 i mean in berlin I'm extra cautious of people there. I don't know why, but I'm I'm like in Munich, anybody, I'm like, oh, okay, that's fine. Other than that, in Berlin, I'm always like, everybody looks like they want to fight me. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, no, fair enough. Oh, but I, I do have something very interesting. Recent, recent events, which this is one thing never, ever has ever happened in Munich. But last week, somebody stole my bag. So Ooh. we have a uh, Tresian visa where it's where they have the Oktoberfest. But right now, a lot of people go there skating. I go there on my roller skates. And there's actually a huge group of people that do that. And usually everybody leaves their bag on the side, like not even pays attention. Nobody ever takes anything. However, somehow I got lucky. Somebody stole my bag and everything in it was stolen, including my shoes, which uh, horrible. Oh, God. But no, the craziest thing happened. So it had it had like all the keys in my house, my credit card, my health insurance card, my um, oh, visa, my Niederlassungserlaubnis, oh, no. which is like, oh, great. After all this stress getting permanent residency, I now have to engage with the outside of once more to get a copy of it. Oh, help me. Oh, God. But after a week, I got a letter yesterday. Somebody returned my Alphandad's title to the Alsander Bohorda. Wow, there what? you go. Wow, like, nice. I'm like, this is a very Munich thing. Like, we stole this, but... She might need this. In the States, somebody would already have done multiple horrible things with my identity. Yeah. But, I mean, even... And I was thinking also Berlin. I'm like, Berlin is definitely more of a city and somebody would probably try to use this more. Probably. <laughs> I mean, chances are, yeah. No, in, in Berlin, you're not leaving your backpack laying on the ground unattended, for sure not. I did Dude. twice and I found it both times. I got very lucky. Oh. Yeah. Wow, a risk taker. Living on the edge. I know. Just <laughs> not thinking and had too many alcohols, so... Oh my god but yeah glad you got your at least that back i mean they took everything else right but at least that's like that's amazing yeah. one slice of humanity you know which is nice yeah. just throw in there they got sweaty speakers so huh. <laughs> enjoy but yeah that is a very munich thing so um maybe that is a positive note to end on she, yeah she never has to go back to the house under her and also ending on munich wins uh-huh. yeah for okay. sure. <laughs> End of episode. Munich wins. That's that's the. I don't. I don't. I don't. I say like I, I thought about the beginning. Like it might be a competition thing. I don't think it should be competition. I think that they, the two cities complement each other in one yeah. big country. You know, like. But you can only live in one, so you're gonna choose one over the other, right? So <laughs> to just, live in, yeah. But yeah. you can always visit them. They're not that far away. 
I mean, so much of us from Munich, we go to Berlin so much. Like I said, for work, it's like I I have to go there so often mm. for friends, socializing. Oftentimes I got to go there. You know how that is. But it's like, you know, we 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 need each other. There's not, I, in my opinion, there's not one that really wins. They no. both have the pros and cons. Exactly. It's more so what is your preference and what fits your life and your lifestyle better. Yeah, 100% and then agree. Even so, where do you want to go to sleep and wake up in the morning? Yeah, I think we just we just started peace between Berlin and Munich for the first time in the history of Germany. It's not going to last. The second the podcast ends, it'll go away. But yes, this temporary 10-second peace feels good. Keep it know? together. We're going to shake, yeah. shake hands between North and South. There it is. Yes. Awkward. Perfect. We did it. Great. We did it. Congratulations, guys. We did it. Oh, that was great. Thank you. Yeah. Fist bump it. Yeah. Yeah. But thank you again, Aspen, (laughs) for joining us. Everybody, as you heard me say, but in case you didn't catch it, you can catch her at Aspen Abroad. That is the YouTube channel. Or use the same name and just add a .com. So AspenAbroad.com. And you'll you'll find the link to the YouTube as well, but you'll find the Instagram link. You'll find the, uh, the blogs or the articles. You'll find all the fun stuff. Uh, which will help you as an expat moving to Munich or Germany in general, because, you know, it's all the same in a way. <laughs> so it's all the same in a way. After a whole episode of saying at differences, it's all the, day, the same in a way. Yeah, sorry. You know, that's what unifies us. At the end of the day, we can all talk the same kind of smack about Germans. That's true. Or exactly. nice talk to you, but smack is kind of fun to say when talking. <laughs> but, you know. Exactly. <laughs> and that's what's going to happen right now. We're going to finish and just go talk smack about Germans. So, about Germans. But then talk good about Germans and hope that they beat Hungry tonight. Yes. Exactly. Well, that's why Deutschland, baby. Anyways, thank you, Aspen, for joining us again. We hope we uh, will talk again soon and yeah. do another collaboration. It was fun times. Yeah. Thanks so much for letting me join you guys. It's been great. Yeah, that was that was fun, right? That was a lot of fun. She, she's super nice. Really nice, really sweet. And honestly, I've been wanting to talk about Berlin versus Munich versus Bavaria, whatever, for a long time because people keep asking about the how how are the German states different from each other. But I, I know and we, we we could have talked for another like we, we we missed so many topics we wanted to get on. So I think yeah. we'll have to talk to her again sometime yeah, in the who future. Knows? Maybe there'll be a part two. Ooh, ooh, ooh. ooh but, teaser, but. but We'll see, but who knows? Yeah, maybe not. Probably maybe, not. Maybe not. Yeah, I don't know. We'll see. <laughs> We're lazy, but 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 it, it would be fun because we did miss a lot of stuff. But it, it really, I, I hope it at least helps you somewhat. If say if you're in the states, planning to move to Germany, and you're kind of like on the fence. Yeah, because you know originally when I was coming to Germany, my plan was to move to Munich. Like I, I loved Munich. Because, you know, I'd been here for a few days and I was like, that's the place I want to be. But then when it came to actually time to move, then I found out, ooh, Munich's a little pricey. So I, I would say if you're a poor student, don't go to Munich because it's expensive. Sure. And and then, yeah, then later just from being in Berlin, I kind of realized, oh, I'm more of a Berlin guy. But again, there's not one, as, as you said, not better than the other. Yeah, I, I think it's super interesting, too, because I have never really been to Munich. I was just hearing those differences and... Uh, like I didn't know it was, it was so clean and have graffiti stuff like that. I figured every German city is like that, but and also super no, cool. so it, you will not find buskers playing guitar or whatever. Like those don't exist in Munich. Like they they whisk them away pretty quickly. Um, not 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 a fan of that yeah. <laughs> at all. Okay, um, I hope this whiskey is your jam. Can, can you give me one splash? Here? A little splash, a little not not like a splash before. Yeah, there we go. That actual splash. Go. Oh, hey, he's getting better. Yeah, there we go. Um, yeah, let's cheers. Let's, let's, let's see what happens. Uh, hold on. Again, this is the Balvenie. 
single single malt scotch, 14 years aged, and Caribbean rum casks. What were you doing 14 years ago? I don't know. College? High school? I don't know. College? High school? <laughs> Good story. Moving on. Wow, I thought that was going to lead to something, but it just it just made him his brain shut high down. High school. It was <laughs> high school. I was in high school. 16 years old. <laughs> Jesus. Excellent. Yeah, yeah. I was living in uh, L.A. I think yeah. Los Angeles doing uh, the film game there. Nice. Yeah, but um, I, I think it's really good. Sorry, I, we just talked too much. I have to take another sip. Okay. I already okay. forgot what I thought. Let's do that. Yeah, I think it's really good. I don't think it's something incredible, but something a little bit different for a scotch. Yeah. Uh, it's not as smoky as I usually like, but I like that sweetness from the Caribbean cast that you can definitely taste. So um, yeah, I'm gonna go a seven. I'm gonna go. I was gonna go an eight, but um, yeah, uh, yeah you I'm know what? I'll go a seven and a half. Yeah, okay. you're right. Yeah, but it's good stuff. What do you think? Yeah, yeah, spot on. It's it's not amazing, but it it is. It's quite good. It's very interesting. Smooth. It's if you want something different than just a normal scotch. Yeah, it's the place to go, and you can really taste those fourteen years. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's, it's really smooth and nice. So uh, yeah. there it is. Thanks for, thanks for listening, everyone. Again. Yeah. I mean, uh, we had a fun time. Um, again, go to AspenAbroad.com. You can check out all of her goodies. Yeah, we're going to now fuck off and go watch <laughs> Germany versus Hungary. And eat some bratwurst. Yeah, we literally have friends downstairs. Waiting for us Barbecuing, waiting for us. So if the sound's rushed, it's because we are rushing. It's because it's rushed. Uh, so uh, stay safe. Stay thirsty. Nope. <laughs> stay healthy. Stay thirsty. Stay something. Everyone... Stay healthy and stay thirsty, everyone. Cheers. Cheers. Awful. Bye-bye. Let's go.